two, one. Welcome to 50 on the Front Nine, episode 34, joined by my co-host, Matthew Rose, week in, week out. How are you, buddy? You keeping well? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Just um, chipping away some work as we as we speak, doing a bit of work um, and podcasting at the same time. Oh, no, it's good. Two, two birds, one stone, something like that. Yeah, that's right. That's how I operate. Love it. Uh, Major sponsors, obviously podcasts wouldn't be possible without a a few key people, namely uh, Joshy Peters, friend of the podcast, MD Imaging, uh, doing great stuff over there in the Druid. Uh, Your uh, close friend, Matty from MGA, he's got some good news, mate. What happened uh, on the home front with him? Yeah, so um, we did a bit of a shout out post last night on the Instagram and Facebook, but yeah, their um, baby boy, Leo, was born on in the early hours of Tuesday morning. It's all well and good. They've actually just taken him home yep. today. And Matt had me on FaceTimes before with the with the little fella in the yeah, cradle in the laundry room. Mate, we're going to be uh, forget stimulus checks. The uh, the money that's going to be put through Richmond uh, wetting the head, mate, is going to be uh, enough to kickstart the economy for about six months, I reckon, mate. You reckon we'll go close? Yeah, agreed. I, um, <laughs> I said to him before, I said, um, like my whole, like just just looking looking at this baby, just now that I'm an uncle, my whole life's changed. I've done to change my ways. But we'll see how he goes. <laughs> we'll see how he goes. Uh, East Coast Fiber, Dutchy over at Limitless Plumbing, absolute legend. And uh, Jay Cros, mate, one gold disability, doing some big things. Uh, Crosy, mate, um, I will be back at the Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I'll be back at the Royal Richmond next week, Rosie. So looking forward to my return. I hope you are. Yeah, I am looking forward to having a game with you. So we've got the three days with the long weekend next yeah. weekend. So you will be able to organise a quick game. I'm in high demand at the moment at Richmond. Mm. People- I'm going to go and want to play Scratch with golfer, I'm mate. Scratch <laughs> golfer. Everyone wants to get around you. <laughs> um, really exciting uh, couple of weeks, though, mate. So we had uh, one of the more, one of the more, uh, you know, not flattering uh, fields for the uh, Fortinet Championship on the weekend. But I'm really happy with who took it out, mate. Uh, Maxi Homer at 19 under. He's uh, been a super consistent golfer of late. He's obviously a pretty cool dude, mate. That um, California backstory, but um, really happy that he took it out, mate. Obviously, Johnny Rahm didn't make the cut. Some really good scores there. But moving forward, I think we need to look at that. For you, you did it last time, but forty-five, fifty, sixty, seventy dollar things because you know Rahm. Three days leading up to it, I read he was pretty crook. What like wasn't leaving the bathroom if you catch my drift, and. Uh, and obviously, five dollars probably a little bit low for him considering the illness, but uh, a lot of value. Fifty-one dollars for Homer in the end. Uh, Maddie, what, what do you think? Obviously, moving forward for those smaller events, probably try and look for more value. Yeah, I think so. Like those, you know, it's not that often really that the guys, you know, in the bottom end of the market actually win. Like they, you know, I mean, they still only win one or two a year. Like especially the mediocre events, like. Uh, you know, the majors, obviously, they're quite geared up. It's pretty rare for a long shot to win those. But, yeah. you know, the North Tour events, I think you'd probably find if you went through and worked it out, it'd be a pretty high average, like, dollar amount for the winners, I reckon. Like, it wouldn't be yeah. down around that $10 mark. No, not exactly. Well, yeah, as you said, the, the, the majors and whatnot, you, you such strong field, you're going to get your $12, $14, $21 winner. But, um, you know, 100 to 1 is not, not obscene. Probably, probably the only 100 to 1 winner... Obviously, Phil this year, he was 250 to one. But uh, was it Danny 
who who is Danny Watt? Who was the uh, who won the Masters? Was it Danny yeah, something? Danny Willett. Yeah, Danny, Danny Willett. Willett. He was yeah, something silly. Yeah, I backed him that year. I think he was like 70, 79 or eighty nine to one. Like 10 yeah, bucks it would have been eighty one. They normally do eighty one, isn't it? Yeah. Bloody yeah, I hell. Think so. Mate, unreal. But uh, who else took out the lead? Obviously, uh, Leishman had a pretty strong finish that final round. Matsuyama, love to see him playing. Uh, McNeely, what what else kind of happened there? Rosie, any other notables? No, not really. Um, there's a fair few unknowns in that top yeah. 10. Obviously, yeah, Leishman, I thought, would be quite a decent chance. That's a pretty good showing for him um, yeah. first up for the season. He's always knocking around. It's obviously, like we say, it's always, it's, you know, they don't win every week, do they? Just because they're the best in the field doesn't mean they're going to win, oh. so... 100%, 100% agreed. Um, looking forward, mate, this is the creme de la creme. De la creme. Obviously, the uh, four majors are huge, but this no prize money up for grabs, uh, you know, uh, not doing it for the for the money. It's it's obviously uh, Europe versus uh, America, but um, I, I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic weekend. I had to re reimburse myself with the uh, uh, format little bit tricky uh would you want to quickly run through uh the, the format for the people listening rosie yeah so i'll run through a bit of you know format history all that yep. sort of thing so obviously yeah it's been around for quite a long time 1927 so a long rivalry i think it originally started as just um england and ireland versus america and they sort of i think it was a bit lopsided so they decided you know why shouldn't we have you know guys from spain or uh, italy if they're good enough um in there as well so it became yep. europe versus the states Yep. Uh, Whistling Straits is where it's being held this year. So it's holding its 43rd edition uh, this Jesus. year, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. So, um, and the way it works is, yeah, a total of 28 matches over the three days. Yeah. Uh, all different formats, obviously, but all all ma match play is the key feature. So I had a look at singles. Uh, sorry. Uh, I believe it's uh, four ball, foursomes, then singles on the Sunday. Yeah. Um, obviously, singles is the, the creme de la creme, the kind of the uh, finish up of it all. But um, that's why the unity and the and the, the chemistry comes into it because uh, obviously alternate shot in the foursomes and that you, you need to be in sync with your with your player and and I, I think just because it it means so much more to the Europeans, mate. They're always outsiders and they never have the the talent of of the Americans, but. Uh, uh, they get the job done, which I'm really excited to obviously see uh, see what unfolds. I saw Kepka and and uh, DeChambeau getting along a little bit. They had a little back and forth, so uh, I think the the rivalry will will be put on hold for a little bit. But um, what's your thoughts? What's your what's your gut uh, gut instinct, uh, Rosie? Yeah, I think I mean obviously in terms of ranking, the Americans are you know obviously a lot better yeah. than the Europeans, but. It's hard to tell because a lot of those Europeans, they don't necessarily play in as big an events as the US all the time. And that's right. how you obviously get ranked based on what tournament you're in, how you're placing in the bigger events. So, And the funny thing is you got like a Rory who's ranked 16th or 15th and uh, there's no way in like on his day, he could be the best player in the, in the world. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, the ranking where he finished up isn't really uh, con constructive to where he could perform on the day, particularly when he's representing his country, um, he tends to go to another level. Ram, he's had a really couple of good showings. He beat Tiger in in 2019 as well. I was looking back uh, at that. He was paired with him uh, on the final day in singles, uh, which is a little bit of a 
daunting task, but he was up for the challenge. Um, he probably, he obviously playing good golf back then, but has this been his really big breakout season, Matty? Yeah, I think so. Like he's sort of solidified himself as probably the best yeah. player in the game at the moment, like what Dustin Johnson was last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's certainly solidified that position for now. There's no doubt about that he's the best player in, yeah. you know, in the world at the moment. So the foursomes is alternate shot. They're really, really interesting. Just something different for the viewers. Four balls, a little bit different. Is it um, 2v2, but the lowest score from each side goes down as their side. And if it's a draw, it's a half point each. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Correct. so it's, okay. they both play their own ball and the lowest score counts. Okay, and it's just a, just a point system, mate. We get to the end, whoever had the most points, you know, 14, 12, 15, 13, whatever, they win it. They win it. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it could be like 15 and a half plays, 15 or whatever, and they win. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's how it works. Good viewing. Uh, Only a three-day tournament, so a little bit more condensed. Will be fun to watch. Uh, The Yanks, USA, Morikawa, Bryson Spieth, DJ, Ketka, Thomas, Cantlay, Finau, uh, Scotty Shoffley. I always bugger that up. Harry English, Daniel Berger, and... Uh, sorry, no, Scotty, so yeah, Sh- Scotty Scheffler and Xander Shoffley. Sorry, Xander I always forget those up. Um, nah, you're up. Yeah. What a lot of talent. Easy. Obviously, the gold medal was Xander. Uh, Morikawa with a with a major. Uh, Bryson with the major this season. Spieth, what a what a bloody what a talented field. Um, Europeans: Rory, Johnny Rahm, Casey, Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Fleetwood, our boy Victor. Um, I mate, I've seen a few videos of him. I reckon he likes a good time, Rosie. He's he's um, he looked a little bit wavy, mate. He had the red eyes going. If you're catching my drift, he he, he looks like he enjoys a, a bit of a late night. He, he's only about 22, isn't he? Yeah, just fresh out of college. He and Colin oh. Morikawa were at the same college, I believe, and same class, like coming out of Love it. the same year. So they're pretty incredible, really. Like the, the oh. two of them are you know, probably in in the top 15 best players in the world. So. Like what were you doing at twenty two, mate? You weren't you went on the tour, were you? It's just incredible how quickly they get it done. You know what I mean? Like Morikawa on his days, probably the best player, or he's developing into the best player on tour almost. And um, you know, barely had hair on his chest for four years. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And Hovland similar, really. You know what I mean? Like on yeah. his best day, he's usually be the best player in any field too. Def- so. Definitely a top five. He'd probably be a top five European for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think. To be honest, apart from just Ram, experience, yeah. I think he's probably the best. Um, but he, yeah, he's obviously you know, Rory Ram, him, uh, mate. I'd have Larry in my top five. Honestly, I think he's super. You know how you know how like, I like a big boy who can swing. You, you know uh, how highly I'm on him. He would just he's definitely obviously he's made the team. But would you have him close to that top five? Yeah, he's a very good player. Yeah, absolutely. I can't see why. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's in the yeah. top. Yeah, easily, comfortably, top and obviously the top, top, yeah, top six probably. Uh, Paul Casey's good on his day too. He's really good. He is, yeah. Um, so yeah. Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Fleetwood, Hovland, uh, Lee Westwood, uh, Tommy Fleetwood. He's awesome too. Uh, Weisberger or Weisberger, Sergio Garcia, Ian Poulter. I'm glad they picked him, mate. He he lists for the occasion. Archie was showing me a a clip of him a couple of years back, and he went on an absolute hot streak um i don't know how many seasons back it was but it was in the Ryder cup and he was sinking like 40 foot putts every second hole like he was on a, a proper hot streak so uh and last but certainly not least the irishman shane lowry so 
obviously on on paper USA clearly the dominant side but we all know paper doesn't count for much when you're out there um really exciting mate so what's what talk to me a little bit about the the course I don't know too much obviously you dive a little bit deeper for the fans in regards to locations what's what's the setup like yeah so we're at whistling straits um sheboygan county wisconsin mm-hmm. uh you know again it's one of those one of those ones that really can provide a really entertaining you know like like you know layout and course that's why it's obviously held this event 43 times throughout you know it's you know 90 year history so um, all of the par fives comfortably reachable, so lots of eagle chances, which are you know, something that the fans really enjoy watching. Plenty of water too, catch the wave with tee shots. So she's one, yeah, one of those ones. Big stadiums all around the course. Yep. Fantastic. Um, obviously, a lot of par fives, really, really reachable. Um, in regards to uh, some of the lengthier players, your Brysons and your Rorys, do you think that'll be a a big advantage here, or do you think it'll be your iron players and, and your putters? Uh, yeah, I think it's more towards the guys that can hit those long irons and land them soft. Yeah. Um, really. Um, just purely because the par fours can play a little bit long, but the par fives can play short. So, yep. yeah, obviously, just being straight off the tee more than anything. I don't think length is overly, you know, no one's really that much longer than anyone else, really. Like it's all, yeah. it's all relative. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's all and, relative. Uh, and I saw a little stat. It was, um, it was when Bryson was going on a tear last year and he buggered up at the Masters. He was he was averaging 345 or something off the tee and he was uh, two under through two rounds or something. And then there was a guy averaging 257 off the tee, by far the, the least, and he was four under for the tournament. So uh, it's it's not always that length, is it, Rosie? You've got to, you've got to be able to get down there and then... That, that's why I find his wedges are really, really inconsistent at times. And you can hit it as long as you want, mate, unless you're dropping it to within that 10 to 12 foot. You're not really a chance, are you? No, I think it's hard. The reason he's so inconsistent with that, I think from the fairway, he's good with the wedges, but he's in the rough so often that I know he says it's not a problem, like being yeah. down there. But you can't control your spin out of the rough. So how no. are you meant to stop it on a dime? You can't. You can't. Uh, let's find some. Uh, let's find some money for the for the punters at home. I am just going to do a, a two uh, varied bet. I'm just going to have the Europeans to win at three dollars. Uh, I believe it means a hell of a lot more than them than the Yanks. So I, I, I like that bet. Just a straight up more points. And uh, for the top uh, European, uh, I'm going to be going uh, our good friend uh, uh, Shane Larry is going to be the uh, top point scorer for the Europeans. So uh, I don't have the, the price on me, but we'll put our bets uh, live so people can have a look. Uh, you've yep. got a three-pronged approach, as you normally do. Take it away. So I'll go Tony Finau is the top US point scorer, $11. Ian yep. Poulter, top Europe um, point scorer, $13. Really, Love it. You know, good value. So, so seriously. Um, really good match play player as well. Really solid, good short game. And I'll run with Europe to win the first full point. So it's a bit of a 50-50 really, isn't it? And I feel like, you know, it was a dollar seventy to two thirty. So I think, you know, if you're India 50-50s, I can't say why you're <laughs> That's ridiculous. So it could be, um, it'll be the first day. So it'll be a foursomes. So it'll be an alternate shot. It could be anyone. It could be like Lowry and Poulter versus, you know, Xander and, and Finau. Like what's, you know, could anything can happen. 230, that's big overs. 
Yeah, absolutely agree. That's yeah, I think it's a bit of a no-brainer to have a stab at it if you're happy to have a quick little, you know, a stab yeah, at a 50-50. Well, we we we've bet on sillier things at shorter odds. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome, brother. All right, mate. I'll be glued to it all weekend. Um, I'll be making my uh, much acclaimed comeback next week at uh, Royal Richmond. And then two weeks later, we should be at the pub, which will be good, mate. We've got some big racing coming up. Rosie, we've got, uh, you know, the Everest. We've got the Cox, the Caulfield, the Melbourne. What are you thinking? Any futures bets? I know everyone loves a punt on here. What, what, what's your... Uh, Gut feeling. Have you got Zaki taking out uh, a couple of races? Uh, yeah, I, at the moment, I think it, it's kind of hard. You've got to know which way they're going to go. Because um, yeah. obviously, there's a, down in Melbourne, there's a lot of them over that, you know, 1800 to 2400 distance. So they could any of them go anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think, to be honest, I think very elegant and Zaki, uh, you know, they're obviously pretty well matched, mm -hmm. like I think. And I think that. If you were going a 50-50 bet, like if Save Zaki was two dollars and Very Elegant was eight dollars, I'd you know I can't see how you wouldn't just have a little stab at Very Elegant because obviously it's nine group ones is hard to ignore, isn't it? Yeah, it's a uh, it's an incredible horse, mate. Honestly, it's and even that win, really tough win on the weekend. Uh, was that a Group One, Rosie? Or was that a Group Two? Uh, no, a Group One. Yeah, Group, group one. one. And that's the thing with Zaki, yeah. like. I know it's you know its winds have been absolutely incredible, but they've been small fields. Small you know. fields. It's still small relatively field. like you could blink, and in six weeks, it's the best horse in the country. But it's still got to win these. Is it going to race twice? You think it will have a lead up race and then do uh, the the Cox, or what, what's what's the thought process? Yeah, so it's in this weekend in the Group yep. One in a five horse race, so it'll win that race. And but I, yep. I wouldn't be taking anything out of that because then yep. you go to the Cox Plate and it draws Barrier One and it gets back and it can't get out. Like you know what I mean? That's I, it's yeah. it's a really hard one. I, I don't think the odds will be justified. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be loading up. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it wins. Yeah, no doubt about it. But I, if you're taking a measured approach, I think you could probably find better value. That's all. And you love uh, incentivize for the Caulfield. I do. I like incentivize for the Caulfield Cup and Melbourne Cup doubles. Melbourne's a yeah. little. Uh, we're not going to hold you to the Melbourne. We'll, I'll definitely be holding you to the Caulfield Cup tip, but anything can happen in the Melbourne. In it. A million horses, you don't get the right spot. Yeah, absolutely, it can. Um, you still I mean, like it yeah, though, yeah. It's like yeah, like eighty-one bucks or something. Even just you know have twenty bucks on it, and you get an easy, yeah, easy sixteen hundred or something. Yeah, I mean if it wins, yep. so it's just yeah, I'd, I'd spend twenty bucks on my lunch. So I just won't have lunch one day. Yeah, twenty's a cheap lunch, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Awesome, brother. All right, mate. I'm looking forward to playing with you next week, and uh, uh, we've got some fun stuff coming up for the uh, late spring. And a big, big summer ahead. So daylight savings, we'll be able to play some afternoon holes most days and uh, get back amongst it, mate. Mid October, back on the uh, back on the source, and uh, nothing better. Honestly, nothing better, Rosie. Game of golf in the morning. Yeah, half, a dozen, forward to it, mate. half a dozen schooners at the clubhouse into RGs. Thanks for coming. Absolutely, looking forward to it. Champion. All right, get back to it, buddy. Thank you for tuning into episode thirty-four. Brought to you by 50 on the front nine and we'll see you next week. Thanks everyone. Cheers.